Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We have to speak Greek. We don't have to speak Greek, Ian. Yes, it's the match day special. Here we are. We're in the Caxton on the night of our first. This is a historic moment. Our first European club football match. The Albion are playing in Europe. Europa League. Ian Davis, how are you feeling, sir? I can't speak. I can't speak. It's been. It's, he said. It's, it's been. Yeah. It's been my. It's been a dream just to to say those words. Brighton are playing in Europe, right. and now Incredible. it's here. I just don't know. It's like yeah. Um, so we've been through. We've been over the last thirty years. Not even that. We've been through thick and thin. Yeah. And now, and now we're well, almost at the top end of the wedge now, and it's like. Dreams, dreams can come true. Yeah, and here we are. And there isn't necessarily a guarantee that we're stopping yet, is there, Charlie? This could go on and on. Who knows? We could go far in this competition. We could qualify again. We could even get in the uh, Champions League. Well, someone may have just put ten pounds on us to win the Europa League at twelve <laughs> to one, and that someone is me. <laughs> I have put seven quid on us to win that and Sorry. the League Cup as a double. Wow, uh, which, I like that. Which seven quid pays out about two grand. Okay, yeah. Um, I just got a feeling, you know, we're going to win a trophy. Yeah. I may have got a bit overexcited putting two on yes. in one bet. But the double mind. might be a bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, I mean, who knows? Even next season, there could be five places for the Champions League yes. with a new format mm-hmm. and with our coefficient in this yes. country. Yeah. Who knows? Good. Yep. We may not even need to finish fourth. Yes, we may not. Fifth or, may do. Yeah. Or if we win the Europa League, Europa we'll be in the Champions yeah. League. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. the drinks will be on you in our case, of course. Yes, if obviously. you put a bet on. Yes, we've all put, yes, we've all put our tenors on at 12 to 1. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do you see this going tonight? I'm, I've got 3-1 in my head to us. I, I also had 3-1 in my head. You've just stolen my score. Um, <laughs> you could keep that as well. I'm going to keep it. On paper... This should be the mo- the easiest, most winnable game of the group. Uh, I think Marseille and Ajax are stronger than Athens, with my limited knowledge of European football. Um, but it's just wherever the occasion gets to us. Probably shouldn't, because we're winning away at big clubs on the regular now, like Saturday just gone. But... Yeah. Um, you know, on paper, this is the most. Well, <laughs> on paper, this is the most winnable game in the group. So, if we want to get through, we need to win. And I'm going for a solid three-one. 
Yeah, well, let's hope you're right. That would do me. It's been great. I got down quite early, parked up outside of town. I've gone down to the um, gone down to the uh, town, had a Burger Brothers meal, ran into shitloads of AK Athens or AK Athens fans. Yep. Great bunch. What a good bunch. They're all down by the King and Queen. Yep. All assembled there. They're going to get bust into the ground. But they're all circled around on North Road, yep. up and down the street, and they yep. were um, they're all having burgers, same as me. Lots of banter going on. And um, the guy behind the counter who's been bantering on the Albion's behalf was talking about um, uh, about uh, give us one second. Thomas has come in. We'll get Tom in a minute. Um, we're talking about Panathinaikos. Oh, they're a big team. Big Brilliant. team. All got a bit nasty, really. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no, it didn't. didn't. Well, it, was I, good. it was a good laugh, actually. It was a good laugh. Well, I saw a group of Athens fans sat outside a cafe in the town centre drinking bottles of Mythos, <laughs> which to me seemed like English people going to Greece and drinking Carlin, but each to their own, you know. And they were a nice bunch. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. They've all been top class. Everyone we've yeah. met has been superb and it's really given the flavour for this European trip. It has. Right, yep. okay, I'm going to get myself a beer. One second. Hail order sorted. Now we move over to Charlie's brother, Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Good evening. How are you? I've never felt better. Never felt better. European football. Well, Courtney, this is unbelievable. Isn't it? Can't wait for it. Can't wait. It's been, well, for me, it's been not so long a time coming, but I have watched her since the dark days of League One in 2004 onwards. Yeah. So I've seen the worst days. Liverpool are losing. Liverpool are losing to Lask in the first few minutes of their early kickoff. Anyway, game. don't you? As long as Sevilla don't lose in the Champions League. <laughs> the favourites are losing. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yes, you were saying. So, so we're talking about. You've been through it all. We've been through the journey. We've been. Well, I was, I was updating me, me footballogy last night on a. On the, old, on the old phone and realising how many grounds and years I've been watching Brighton through misery to the uh, more recent times of success and yeah. it's a nice it's a nice change it's a nice period to be living yeah. through it has been incredible hasn't it where we've come from to where we are now in a relatively short period of time and looking as good as anyone in this tournament and in, in, in the world in general this season people exactly. are describing us as one of the best teams in the world I've had title challenges and I just laugh it off I'm like <laughs> let's, let's not jinx it like let's crack on as we are but I mean you look at us and you think we went to Man U away and everyone went you'd be disappointed if we lost yeah. you'd be disappointed with the draw and we go to any team now and think well you'd be kind of annoyed if we don't go and do well there yeah. so it's very much a case of we've got high expectations but there's a good reason for it and I, I live in London so I, as you do so in, in Man United territory so plenty of banter with the Man United fans oh, that's fantastic <laughs> my, my boss the girl who sits next to me and the girl who sits behind me at work all Man United fans so yeah. Monday was delightful in the office none of them turned up shock I uh, made sure that I turned up on Tuesday and gave them some rice miles. Yeah, um, some of my old Sunday football team, or quite a few of them are Man U fans. Also a couple of clients, the guy in the cinema where I go on a regular basis. Lots of banter to be had. They're everywhere. It's easy everywhere. to take the piss out of them. Exactly, yeah. And it, but four wins in a row against that lot, which is fantastic. It's a great record. I've got a couple of quotes I'll come up with in a minute. But I was hearing from people that went to the game, who, who uh, Man U fans, who were cockily saying, it's a matter of how many goals. Have they not been watching football the last couple of years? I was going to say, you think they would have learned from us beating them last year, yeah. twice, last and the year, year before that. The cockiness last year was off the scale. And you'd think they'd be looking at us and going, I'm scared. But a lot, I saw a lot of fans on their, on their podcasts that were realistic and went, they're scared of a Brighton team going to yeah. them and being like, yeah. fuck, what have we got to give up back at them? And if we don't get on the front foot early and score early, then we're in real trouble. Yeah, exactly. And, and it came true. Com- coming back to today's game, meeting up, seeing loads of Ag fans in town. It's been brilliant seeing them. 
really good bunch. Everyone's friendly, wishing us good luck, congratulating us on getting into Europe. And uh, they're fearful as well. They're saying they, they don't fancy this. Well, there's a reason Both we're 8-1 to one on favourites. I mean, I didn't even notice that until earlier today. But yeah, Really? Yeah. Favourites are one of the bookmakers? 8-1 eight, eight on. 8-1? 8-1 eight on. Eight oh. on. What the hell? No, that's got to be right. Someone's been putting serious money on. I, oh, well, no, I think it's a case <laughs> of, I think most bookmakers would fancy pretty much any Premier League team to beat yeah. Athens, let alone us. So. They've got their two key centre-backs out. We're talking to their guys earlier. That's why they're so scared. They, they didn't fancy this anyway. And then, obviously, with the uh, with the injuries. Wow. It'll be good to get off to a good start. Yeah. Marseille in two weeks will be a very interesting test from an atmosphere and you occasion going? perspective. Going yeah, I'm going. Amsterdam's booked. Athens is in the process. Yeah. All six games will be done. Not missing the opportunity, just in case it never happens again. Exactly. For all the bravado we've got at the moment, we can't guarantee anything. So, yeah, exactly. Make the most of it. We might be back in the Championship next season. You never know. <laughs> Let's oh, not God, let's hope not. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, it's been a great atmosphere, a really good buzz around town. Uh, all of their fans are congregating by the King and Queen because yep. they get Boston from there. But they're all up along uh, North Road, have lots of interaction. It's a great night. It's a great it's night. It's a great night. It's a great night to be a Brighton fan. And Make the most of it. Enjoy it. It's, it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. Isn't Take it? it in. I can't wait for it. It'll be it's a great, be great. great evening. Yeah, fantastic. Courtney, catch you later on. Right, here we are now at the station and making his debut. We've got my old mate Tom, a Barnet fan who's adopted us as his second club. He's been living in Brighton for how long, Tom? Uh, for nine years now. Yep. And your first uh, first European game with the Albion. What account right, of yeah. that is the first game for the Albion in yeah, Europe. That's right. <laughs> so, how are you feeling about this? Um, I th I'm quite confident that Brighton are going to win. You're saying 3-1 as I'm well? I'm saying 3-1 as well. Everyone's I just think, saying 3-1. Yeah, well, I, I think if Dunk plays, it makes a difference. But yeah. I think maybe Brighton will be nervous anyway Yeah. Uh, the first match in Europe. And you're referring here to the possibility of Dunk being out. We're yeah, but I think even rumors. if he's in, Brighton yeah. can still concede the goal just for being nervous. Yeah. The first European game, you know, uh, also, uh, you know, people don't know too much about Athens. We don't know too much about yeah. them. Um, but Brighton will definitely score more than two. Yeah, let's so, yeah, hope so. And yeah. passing atmosphere already. We're just queuing up That's to get it. into the station. Uh, everyone seems to be going fairly early here and uh, a lot of noise. And that's right. It's all Albion fans. It's so. like being at Barnaby Bournemouth. <laughs> oh, that's a tasty local derby. Oh, yeah. People won't know, but it is. <laughs> As is Bournemouth against uh, St Albans. Did you hear about that cup match? No, I didn't hear about Loads that. Loads of St Albans fans turn up. I try and avoid these not Bournemouth. Really? Yeah. Oh, that I kid insane. you not. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Anyway, that's enough about that. Yeah. On to the game. Here we go with Europe and Alan Quetley as well. As always, Alan, welcome to the pod. Oh, Thoughts I, on this game? Oh, I'm so excited. I can't, I can't put into words uh, the emotions that yeah. I'm going through. I mean, would you, believe, would you believe it's my first European match? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah no, it's, it's, it's amazing. But I think uh, with regard to the scoreline, I reckon it's going to be an unusual score for us. Scoreline for us as we are at the moment I think it'll be something like 2-0 to the Albion 2-0? 2-0 2-0 to the Albion I think it'll be a clean sheet a clean sheet Charlie a clean sheet and we haven't seen the score uh, the team sheet yet but uh, my prediction is if, if Dunk is injured my prediction is that Eagle might actually partner Ooh. Van Heck Eagle? I think so yeah is that your, is that your hunch? Yeah, it's my hunch. It's because, there. Hunch, uh, uh, Eagle? Well a couple of reasons one is, one is he's got European experience yeah. a lot of European experience True. second 
Secondly, he's been training a lot now with the side. Yeah. So he's been learning the system. And third, well, there's actually a third third thing as well. And that yeah. is, he's been featuring a lot on the different photographs. Oh, yeah. He's po- yeah. been posting a lot of himself. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a good of himself. Let's see, let's see. I'm, I'm quite often wrong with these predictions, but let's see. Tom, uh, Alan was just saying his hunch is that Igor will play. What do you think? That, that'll be interesting. I think that will be interesting. I wonder if they will go for Webster instead. Yeah, but, I mean, um, Alan, if he thinks they're going to play, might might do. I mean, there's no reason to buy him if you're not going to play him. Is that right? Yeah. Who knows? And we have, you're right, Alan, we have come a long way, haven't we? All the way for, to Europe from the dark days, which, Tom, you were really annoyed. Somebody said that 3-0 defeat are home to no less than Barnett. <laughs> At Gillingham was the the Nadir. Well, it's certainly your lowest attendance of all time. Was against Barnet uh, back in 997, I think it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, less than a thousand Brighton fans made it to Gillingham that night. Yeah, so now you're in Europe. I mean, it's a massive occasion. It's all what, what, Yeah, if only Tony Bloom had bought Barnet instead. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. We can all hope. We can all hope one day we've got our own Tony Bloom. So. Yeah. Okay, but boys. Listen, but listen, I was just going to say one thing. Just one little memory for me. Yeah. I was going through some old paper clippings. Uh, you know, my scrapbook at home. And I opened the page, and there was a, an article in the Evening Argus where, where Mike Bamber was saying that he was going to invest in a new North Stand. Yeah. And they showed all the plans with the executive boxes, and it looked so fantastic. And I remember as a young Brighton supporter dreaming of, uh, you know, what, what could happen to the Albion, you know, dreaming that we would be one of the best teams in the, in the, in the first division at the time and playing Europe. Yeah. And uh, it never, never, never happened until now. special I've got to do a quick bit we just kicked off two minutes in thunder and atmosphere what, what a start we're playing in Europe we're playing in Europe Kev how do you feel oh I'm lost for words lost for words <laughs> what an atmosphere Matt oh, it's unbelievable what an atmosphere so proud so proud so proud to be here <laughs> here we go then. and so we've reached half time and I'm now with Chris Chris, uh, first time on the pod for tonight. Uh, lots of uh, excitement pre-match. Uh, we'll skip all that. And we'll go to the half-time score, which is the Albion 1, Athens 2. Going ahead twice, what went wrong there? Uh, very nervy. Conceded two goals or three set pieces. So, I mean, first, cracking header off the corner for them. So, fair enough. Second goal, yeah. Complete lack of picking up the runners. Yeah. yeah, pretty disastrous to be honest. Both sloppy goals. It's like playing a Greek Sean Dyche team. A Greek Sean Dyche team. A Greek Sean Dyche. <laughs> they are, as we we're saying, they're breaking up the play. They're making it scrappy. They're making us nervous. We're already a bit nervous because of a the occasion and yeah, b disruption to the lineup. Foot, they're all six foot tall, seven foot wide, yeah. except so, for the full yeah. number five, who's just a shit house but shorter. Yes. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. I'm, I'm very concerned. I mean, yeah. Individually, I think Stills obviously not done well, but he's not had a lot of protection in front of him. Van, De- um, Van Heck, yeah, first 10 minutes, not good. Yeah, couldn't play a ball. 
to grow um, stuff later, but Farty has, Farty has spent most of the time with the ball bouncing off him. Yeah, it's um, not worked for him so yeah, far. So it's working but hard. I, I but think, yeah, I think there's a lot, just, yeah, all the players, everyone's working hard, but I think it's just and, nerves. And so he's just calmed down. And there's a furious debate going on between a couple of the other people we've already had on the pod earlier uh, Charlie and Tom. Charlie's saying Jao's our best player. Tom is saying that we've been. Uh, he's been the worst player in one sense, in as much as he's, he, he's sitting too deep. At least. He's he playing more at least, but yeah. yeah. But what he's trying isn't really coming off. No. But, but he's at least trying. Yeah, and, and of course he scored the penalty and in between yeah. the two uh, Rich, eight goals. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. that when I saw the penalty from where we were sitting, it looked like he was going to go wide. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but great pen. Yeah. Great pen. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I just think yeah, we need to settle down. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Where we go from here, settle down, calm down a bit. We're not in the queue, sorry. Might need to to make a couple of changes, I think, at half-time. De Zerbi is not going to be happy with that at all, is he? No, I I think get a couple of big lads on. Try and match him for a bit of physicality. Um, But, yeah, and also a bit of unpredictability. But mostly, I do blame, you know, blame your wife. Yeah, my wife is here, and she is wearing a derivation of yellow... And she'll refuse to come on the podcast, so she won't be able to answer her calls. She, she's, not, she's not come she's here shaking before her head. and we're losing. She's shirking, yeah, exactly. And so if we, if we do lose... Let's look at the variables here. I, I never want to see her again, frankly. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, you, I mean, outside of here, it'd be great. You've been yeah. here many a time, I've been here many a time. We haven't had this problem before, have we? No, no, None no, at all. No, we've won all. every single time. I mean, admittedly, Charlie and Tom are up here in the east, in the West Upper as well. That could, yeah. could have a factor. I think they should all be banned for the I, next I, game. I, I also think it's because we kicked off in front of their fans. Yeah. And I've only ever seen us do well once when we kicked off in front of their fans. In front of the, in front of the away fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that is the only time I've been here and we've won having kicked off in front that of That was the most recent example though. Uh, so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's not just you, it's 95%. She's refusing to take the bait, she's refusing to come on the pod, she never will, she says. Anyway, uh, I think one other recent game they might have taken some uh, example from is West Ham, doing a West Ham type of job here. Bit of smash and grab to it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I must admit, yeah, yeah. They are big lads, basically. Well, they're big, strong, quick lads. So we need to well, get on it, change it up, do it. The screen is showing the boys coming back out. Let's see if there's any changes. Charles Pedro's still on, so he's certainly done right. He put his penalty away. I thought the way things have worked for us tonight, he'll stay it, on. I'm, I'm confident with him as a penalty taker. But if he was going to miss one, it was going to be tonight, wasn't it? Yeah. But he buried it. Yeah. So fair play to him. I can, I can see, I can see Fassi coming off. To be honest, probably yeah, on about possibly. 60 minutes. Yeah. He'll, he'll, I mean, he'll do what deserve he does and, and ring the changer on about 60 minute mark. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think just get some, get some physicality on, get someone that can mix it up a bit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we'll see. And if this game stays the same, or indeed if they're drawing, I could see some time wasting shithousery going on uh, in yeah, Spain. Yeah, this game. Good, they're already guess who's second out onto the pitch, for example, to yeah. start off with. Yeah. Anyway. Teams are back out. Let's go back out there. Right. Post-match, it's ended 3-2 to Ike Athens. Uh, they took the lead three times. We equalised with two penalties. Joao put them away. Again, low pens. He keeps doing low ones, but they keep going in. I think that's five out of five now. So that's one positive to take. But in the end, we've lost 3-2 in our first European encounter. Charlie, what's your take on that? Uh, we showed Europe a classic of the Albion genre. <laughs> um, I swear Athens only touched the ball five times in our box 
and scored three goals from that. Yeah. Um, a great diving header for about 15 yards out. Poor defending from a free kick and a lucky rebound off Steele to steal it at the end. Yeah. Um, don't really know what else to say, really. We didn't, we yeah. didn't look cohesive going forward. We, we missed Welbeck or Ferguson up front. We missed yeah. Dunk's leadership at the back. Um, don't know why he took Zal Pedro off. I think Zal Pedro in behind Welbeck would have been a great threat, but we didn't get to see that. Yeah. Bit of a disappointing night all round, really. But yeah. And also with Tom and Tom, you were saying uh, about Zal Pedro. Uh, you, you were saying you didn't think he was playing that well in the first half. Obviously, he's banging the goals in at least. But you were, what do you think about Fatty? You were saying uh, you thought that was a surprise that he got the 90 minutes and he looked pretty poor overall. I thought that actually Joao Pedro didn't play too badly himself, but I think maybe his role was not suited to play against the, yeah. the opposition. Because we had no forward yeah, spearhead, didn't we? And, and they were very organised at the back. I think yeah. we needed someone to, to disrupt things for, for the back for them. Um, but Anti Fatty, I think, was very disappointing. I think yeah. he lost the ball a lot when he got it in midfield. I think he very rarely made any sort of good runs. And he looked quite lightweight. He always seemed to get hustled off the ball by the AK, fans, uh, AK yeah. players. So, yeah. um, overall... But I have to say, I think that that's the difference between maybe, you know, domestic and Europe is that even though AK Athens aren't exactly the, the greatest European heavyweight, they've got a lot of experience in Europe. Yeah. And I think that maybe they were really well organised and they weren't phased by the occasion at all. Yeah. And I thought maybe that's, you know, that Brighton and new to Europe, I think that's that's yeah. one of the main issues to really take away is that. This is the state coming against a really, really organised side. Yeah. You've come here to, and that's their whole aim is just to disrupt yeah. everything and, and their plan works. Yeah, I mean, that's the steep learning curve. This is technically, technically, the easiest fixture or the least difficult fixture on paper. You could argue that for Deserby, this is the hardest fixture yeah. because, you know, you've got a team sitting back who are extremely yeah. organised. And that's where we've had problems uh, domestically as yeah. well, actually. It's a mixture of the European experience and savvy element plus the fact we don't like playing against those setups. And as you said, he didn't really change much. I think the changes we made didn't really help that yeah. much. Lamptey obviously gave us some legs, but that was about it, really. I, yeah, it? I do agree with Charlie, definitely. I think we missed Ferguson and, and Dunk. Yeah. Um, I think there are huge losses, really, especially Dunk's leadership. Yeah. Uh, their back sometimes a bit shaky at the back, and yeah. I feel that that wouldn't have happened if Dunk was yeah. there. Far too many um, sloppy passes. Uh, I think we got we just got edgier and edgier as the game went on in that regard, didn't we? we were just, it was getting too sloppy, wasn't it? They didn't really, uh, as you said, Tom, when, when can you remember them making a mistake, the opposition? I can't remember AK making a single mistake yeah. in that game, right. apart from the penalties. And they took, yeah, and they took their chances uh, impeccably. They were unspectacular but solid. Yeah. Very efficient. Uh, we have the potential to be spectacular, as we've seen, but tonight we were... Yeah. We were 5 out of 10. Everyone on that park tonight yeah. was 5 yeah. out of 10, apart from maybe Jao Pedro, who played well in his least favoured position. Um, but if we played 7 out of 10, I think we probably would have won that game 3-1 or 3-2. Yeah. We didn't have to put in a well-beaten performance tonight to win, but we didn't yeah. even get close. We yeah. were poor across it's the park. Poor day at the office. We've got, yeah. as I said, we've got to learn quickly yeah. in terms of these European games, and we've got to absorb that in our campaign in the league as well. Yeah. We've now got the challenge of a now deflating result and a game against and a, a game in, a, in 72 hours' time. Yeah, against against yeah. what was, apart from last season, a bogey a team. A bogey team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, lovely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, let's all do it again on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, cheers, Tom. Cheers, Charlie. And so, we're now back at the car park at the university with the final men standing. Uh, the gent, Mr. Raymond Wright, and Alan is with us as well. Raymond, um, just in brief, your, your thoughts on the game? Well, firstly, I'm not sure if it wasn't a record number of yellow cards in, <laughs> yes. in, in any match that yeah. I, I, I've seen. Eight. And I actually think that 
if you go over 12, you, as a referee, you get banned for a couple of years. So, <laughs> so that's the last game that he's, <laughs> that he's had. But uh, seriously, um, it was you're, the point you've made in the past, Russell. When we go behind, we struggle yeah. to, to actually get much more than a result. In fact, we came back twice from going behind. Uh, I think showed a certain amount of resilience. But we missed Dunk, clearly, oh, yeah. at the back. Um, I thought too many people were sort of making their first acquaintance with each other. Um, and I, Milner, I thought, was exposed down the left, which surprised me. Mm. Uh, acres of space behind him, which they exploited, yeah. particularly in the first half. And we missed a spearhead up front, didn't we? Yes, well, Pedro, I've, I've always maintained, as you know, is not really a number nine. He plays mm. better off a number nine. Yeah. And Ferguson is obviously not quite fit at the moment. Which is a shame because I think that his physicality, yeah, uh, given the, this game, particularly they were very robust. Robust. They were very aggressive hmm. uh, in, in all around the park. Um, yeah. I mean, they could have easily had more than eight eight yellow cards, and it wouldn't have been stupid. Hmm. Um, Pedro took both his penalties as well. I thought Gilmore was our best player personally. Hmm. Uh, I thought Adringa came on and looked quite lively, and I I still feel he's better on the left than the right. Very nearly scored a goal, fantastic shot, and, and well, well saved. Yeah. Um, but disappointing not to get a result, and the odds that they were offering on uh, AUK Athens yeah. were stupid, and I made a fortune. <laughs> well, there we go, at least there's one consolation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were one to eight on with some bookies we were hearing before the game. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's a learning curve, isn't it? It's a steep one. It's the sort of team, it's the European element of versus the domestic, but it's the same sort of teams that we've struggled with in, in the past, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we might, as others have said, yeah. um, it might do better against people like yeah. Ajax and, and Marseille yeah. because they're more yeah. footballing teams. Yeah. I um, mean, having, having your first experience against a team you're likely to slip up against possibly more than average, um, maybe, maybe it works out better, actually, that we get that slip up yeah. and that experience out of the way now. I, th- I think Roberto, those... I mean, I think Roberto was, I uh, sort to Peter, Hmm. And he felt that he made his substitutions um, a bit too late. Yeah. I, I would concur yeah, with that. I agree as well. But, hmm. but it was, you know, Bonanotta's first game of the season, hmm. uh, Eagle's first game of the season. Yeah. Uh, Fatty wasn't that sharp, clearly. Wasn't, but yeah. he had moments that were yeah. good, yeah. Hmm. But, but they don't know how he wants to play yet. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, I mean, too, Esther Pindon was below his normal standards. Yeah, below his normal part. Pascal was as well until late in the game. He had some some better passes and that shot, which was saved. But other than that, he, he struggled a bit, didn't he? And final word from Alan. Uh, thoughts on that post-match then? Well, obviously, disappointed. Um, welcome to Europe. Welcome yes, to European football. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, every, every team who's uh, their first um, journey into Europe usually do uh, have a slow start, yeah. generally. So... Uh, one or two players possibly slightly overawed. I thought Matoma, personally, mm, I don't know yeah. you, you, Alan, but I thought Matoma had the worst game I've ever seen him have. <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't the greatest today. Yeah. yeah, it was strange. I mean, I think it's stupid, you know, and uh, uh, Matoma they didn't quite have that kind of combination play that they they've been having yeah. recently. Yeah, didn't quite sync as well together. Mm. And it was um, too. We looked nervy a bit tense, a bit edgy, yeah. and we suffer from, as you said, the core was missing, wasn't it, really? Yeah. We had Duncan and Ferguson all well back, missing from yeah. most of that match. Yeah. Um, uh, well, all of it in some cases. Yeah. Um, and that that was that, helped, that didn't help, especially with Ferguson apparently going off ill 
on the day, on the oh, evening. Oh, that I didn't yeah, know. apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, that would have upset probably the I game think, plan yeah, as well. I think uh, that would have done it. And, yeah. uh, as predicted, I, I predicted beforehand uh, when, when I heard about Dunk, uh, yeah. um, Igor got a start for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Uh, wasn't sure about him, really. Mm. Um, I didn't he, think he, just, he did. He, sp- he needs to speed up. That's his, yeah, yeah. his one thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, that, was, that was interesting. I mean, I think Van Heck had to do a lot of work at yeah. the back. Yeah, he struggled at the beginning, didn't he, Van Heck? Yeah. But then he came, came into a really good block tackle. Yeah. Uh, late in yeah. the first half, and then after yeah. that, we were. It was an interesting, interesting thing, actually. We were talking, you were talking about substitutes, but actually, yeah. I th- I thought they were going to put Believer on because yeah, well, he, he actually, thought, he's yeah. actually, they were talking to him by the sidelines, they were talking through tactics with him. He went out warming up and then he came back, yeah. and I thought, hey, here we go, he's, he's going to strip off. And then I think there was a big free kick or something happened, and mm. then he, he kind of didn't come on, and then he went to, to warm up again, and then, yeah. then Deserby changed his mind uh, and didn't put him on. So, I was surprised that Bonanossi came on personally. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a, for his first run, game, hmm. yeah, he has one good run, but uh, it was just the fact that you know we were chasing the game. Yeah. Was, but we didn't really um, work the goalkeeper up. No, we, we kept no. shuffling across. It was very Potter-esque, wasn't it? Shuffling across, sh- mar- shaping a, a to march, shoot. Then a march was poor. Yeah, I thought today. Mm. I know he's been out, just sort of with an injury, and I just wonder yeah. if he wasn't quite fit. As someone said, I think it was Charlie, said, um, you know, all five out of ten performances, really, by and large, weren't they? And that's, that's yeah. Well, certainly all five and a half, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought it was with, funny. With I th- the exception of Gilmore, and I think Adringa when he came yeah. on. Yeah. I, yeah. Thought it, I thought it was funny that the, uh, the referee um, missed both penalties. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he put, do too well, yeah, though, I mean, did he? He booked Joe um, Pedro for the first one. And then yeah, and had to rescind it. Yeah, he had to rescind that. That was quite funny. You missed both of those penalties. Well, I mean, it was, they were pretty blatant looking, weren't they? I mean, I mean <laughs> from where I was sitting, that was such a stonewall penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Amazing. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, they got the right result mm. thanks to the fact VAR was there for the Europa yeah. League. But there we go. Anyway, yeah. guys, thank you for joining us and for everyone else that's contributed to the episode. Well, good to see you. And we'll see you whenever. Sunday, we'll go again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right. um, oh. And um, Alan Raymond, stand or fall? Up the Albion. Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.